now got the Matthew Holt coming into the booth here. As opposed to Obviously, he is probably one of the few people, well, we've had actually a number of very good ones, who doesn't need an introduction. But Matthew, it's great to have you, as always. <laughs> so actually, I hate to tell you this, but um, back in 2003 or four, the Matthew Holt was a guy who had climbed seven mountains on seven continents. And then slowly, as I did more and more in the health club blog uh, and elsewhere, I, he got driven off the front page of Google by me. But unfortunately, there's now a, male, a British male model in Europe who does like sort of lots of fashion shows and he's been driving me off the front page at Google but I thought that model was you yeah uh, <laughs> you need some population health eyesight management I do I need to go get a new vision yeah, program right vision, now vision testing. No. So, right. so, so, how hang on. so you guys are just sitting here going live for this live this we, are live we are live on streaming now uh, on health innovation media and we are filming as we go and we've had a non-stop group of great guests That's and fantastic. I'm so glad actually that you reached out to us pinged us hit us on the head a little bit Did and it? said I want to get on your show for this time you guys need to do some work for me <laughs> instead of me doing the work for you which is exactly what you said right uh, I should I should well, that was a little unfair but it was absolutely appropriate and, and sure. coming from you I will accept it now there are uh, other people that might really tick me <laughs> off but <laughs> from you I'm happy uh, to take it so how, how have you been at the hymns so thing? What do you think I, so far? I, you know, so like you, I've been coming to this for a very long time. Uh, as you know, I have, I have certain feelings about the organization, which are not always as charitable as they might be. Um, I, a lot of what's happened in, I think, if you take the, so I first came in 1994, when I was a new consultant, didn't know what the hell was going on. I came, I've been to most, not all of them, but most hymns since then. Right? Yeah. Uh, I was actually, believe it or not, I was the guy got them to allow bloggers to be pressed because I applied and they wouldn't give me a press pass in 2003 I believe wow uh, and I maybe four and basically at that, that point they said well you're not established healthcare TV media and I said I will show you guys blah 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 and the next thing they actually changed it to you and uh, that's all them um, and, by, and now as you know and I know and Greg knows uh, the distinction between you know what the hell is real official media and then what is you know the, the world of online chatter and social and now they have this social media ambassador thing. The joke is two years ago they made me a social media ambassador. The last two years they've decided I'm not one, but they still gave me the social media media ambassador badge. I don't know why. Well congratulations. <laughs> because while well, I came here oh no, I got kicked out of the press room. <laughs> So, so the only benefit <laughs> the press room is there's no better wife. That's because I'm actually a professional, not oh, press. Sorry. No, no go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, the only benefit of the press room is that they feed you and they give you free coffee. So I was down here. That's when I got I kicked was out. down here in the basement. Right. I'm down here and I'm going, I'm not going to go back up there this month. So I went up and went to buy some coffee. Oh, my God. I'm going to actually have to pay for my own coffee at Hymns like the rest of the, uh, the site. Right, right. And luckily, I met a friend of mine in the queue who bought my coffee for me. So oh, I still have not great. paid for a cup of coffee at Hymns. But uh, it's actually quite quite interesting because those of us who run conferences go, how does to get away with charging all this money and then not giving anybody any food? Because if you run a conference, as you know, and you know very oh, well, yeah. the biggest bill is the food. And him's as to skip that. They've been able to get that <laughs> off their plate. Yeah, literally, literally off their plate. Literally off their plate, yeah. Hey, um, Greg, I didn't realize you should be, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot, completely forgot I was coming, I didn't tweet it. And I can't get my, I will have, how did my phone at some point? All right, what are we supposed to be talking about? My job here is to allow you to analyze, discuss, and let give me, us the full me, insight me, me, on what me, you feel okay, about let, this let, lovely show. Let, let, no. Okay. Well, let me the give, let me, let me give you the, the hint. So, 
I came to Hymns in 2004 in Phoenix. It was the first year they'd gone like over 5,000 people. And people were starting to go, okay, there's this thing called information technology, and it, you know, it used to, it had just stopped being the AHA's sort of sub thing. The AHA right. had a bigger conference that time than Hymns, right? And that conference is kind of, the AHA conference is kind of dwindled, and they've done other things on the hospital side. Uh, you know, IHI and others have sort of grown in, in stature and competitive, but obviously not as big as Hymns. But um, what also was going on is at the same time as that, you had these, this growth of, at that stage, little more than startup, uh, client-server-based ambulatory care EMRs, right? So what is now part of GE Centricity, but was their medical logic, next gen, right. uh, Epic. Epic. Which in those days was not an impatient EMR, right? Was, uh, and then, you know, and a couple of others, right? And, uh, and all scripts were some of them. So that, those guys were all like growing. There were the big players inside the hospital systems who were basically ADT systems or lab systems, or so you got all that stuff. And everyone kind of knew that this couldn't go on forever, and they had to change. We were spending enough money on information technology. At the same time, I went into my office. I worked at a place called the Institute for the Future. Um, and I went, I was like on the healthcare policy run, and our clients there were like big managed care plans, big uh, HMOs, big drug companies, and they were like asking their question was, what the hell is this healthcare reform thing that nearly happened to what well, was happening to them in you know, Hillary Care and all that right. stuff? Right, right. So, I, the Institute of the Future also had a bunch of people doing technology forecasting. So, at the same time as I'm going to him, so I'm learning about these new client server things, and you know, I have the data which is. I had them, which was the, the, in other countries that time, in the mid-90s, more and more of them were putting in these systems into their amateur care. You know, the Brits and the, yes. the Norwegians and the, were starting to buy these client service systems for their, for their GPs, for their general practice doctors. No one was doing much here, but you were building all the stuff that had been built. Meanwhile, there I am, I go into the next door office at Institute for the Future, and it's a guy who, here's a joke, he'd just been laid off by Apple with a lot of money, with a lot of stocks. In 1994, Apple was laying people off because they were in... So right. spiraling down, right? And he, he's hanging out this dude in the future, researching stuff. And he said, anyway, so I'll get to the point in a second here, honestly. <laughs> so he he clicks on his computer and says, look at this. And like, nothing happens. And I stand, he says, wait, wait, wait. And eventually, out of the speaker, he goes, chop, 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 chop. I said, what is that? He said, I just downloaded uh, the mating call of an Australian songbird from the <laughs> University of Adelaide. I said, well, Okay, he said, I've used this thing called the Mosaic Browser on this thing right. called the World Wide Web. Right, and this is like January 1994. The Mosaic Browser has been out yeah. for like 10 minutes at this point. <laughs> and, and I'm going, well, clearly that's, you know, that's fun for that kind of stuff, but what the hell would you use it for? And by 1998, right, we had the whole eHealth.com boom. We have WebMD going to be, you know, uh, Stan Kishnowski, I, I remember it was going to be that Janus Capital bought hundreds of millions of dollars worth of WebMD stock at $73 a share, and it was like down at $7 a share within a, with a few, few months. You have that entire thing going on, in, which was web-based, right? Right. Um, that rose and imploded in a big financial thing in the early 2000s. Meanwhile, you've got that slow sort of, slow, very slow growth of those outpatient systems, and the clever ones, being Judy Faulkner, primarily in Carl Borchak, decided to marry the two things together. They got Kaiser to pay in, the, to buy him, 2003. And that really started, the, you know, you just started to see the pickup of EMI use then. And then, of course, the government poured in a whole 
shitload of money in uh, right here we go we're then, gonna drop we're gonna drop a ton of down in there and you're gonna build to these standards and we're gonna and that's those standards wow. are what we need you know right. <laughs> you, can, you can you can argue back and forth about how it was done that's how it got done in every other country where they did get outpatient EMRs they have still not fixed in other countries the problems between which we still have right between outpatient elementary care and acute care there is still a big uh, cultural social workflow and technical divide between those two things mm -hmm. here and in other countries it's kind of you know with some of the, the systems that are doing both here it's going on but Meanwhile, in the background, all the stuff that you and I have been looking at all these years, right? All these patient-facing tools that yes. are like online that, that look like things that people see in their real life. So that look like Facebook or look like uh, you know Google Apps or looking or starting to be hosted in the cloud by people like Amazon, who are, I saw around the corner, right? Amazon Web Services yeah. here. The way people live their lives, right, is different. So that's all starting to that's all starting to to, to come in. And, and what Health Dubrano has been doing is, you know. For the healthcare blog or whatever, with people like you, highlighting these. In fact, where Shell, when he when he took over Healthline, which was the rebranded yourdoctor.com, and then they have another name in the middle, right? You got some funding and it started again in 2005, 2006. You saw those companies that had imploded in the dot com boom start coming back, but they were coming from the outside, right? They were coming from right. patient focused stuff, they were doing online communities, they were doing weird uh, ways. Healthline was a search company looking at content of patients and what have you. Uh, I see Chris Tucker over there, it was there in the early days as well. And all that stuff's happening. And what now is the interesting piece, which is eventually going to be good for healthcare and may or may not be good for Health 2.0. That's the company. Right. Yeah. Is that you've got three things going on at once. And I think it's, it's a really fascinating time. So my, my thing is you've got all of the added things that really resolve off this thing, my upside down phone and this thing, right? The right. watch and the sensors, right? You got the tracking of things, people, conditions, and into that is going diagnosis and all the stuff that we, that we see in the yeah. general health, health community elsewhere. So you got all that stuff going, going together. You've got, we're in the conversion health community, right? Because Phil is, uh, Phil, Phil's your host here. You've got the second thing, which is we have brilliant communication technologies okay we're split, split over you know, you've got to text check your text your whatsapp your wechat your, your, right. you know, your, your email we're split, but your facebook messenger your facetime your skype all your there's a million of them million of them but you can find literally you know i was woken up this morning by a friend of mine in china you know had a quick text chat with them and whatever so you get all this stuff going on you know you, you have that communication and that is i'm just next door called self population health manager we don't quite know what population health, you know what population health is, but you've got that whole piece of communication that's now, you know, when the patient's there, which is, right. what, 99.7% of the time, right? Yep. So you've got those two pieces going on, and we know that in our world, we have to integrate that. We have incredible diagnosis going to home, that whether sort of the feronosis of the world are fake or not, there are a bunch, that thing of, that, the, that stuff's going to go no matter doesn't what, matter, whether no, that company or not. Right. Fraud or not, doesn't matter. We have only beyond home pregnancy testing. Yes. There hasn't been that much home testing of, of stuff, and now you've got that world plus the uh, and the combination of the of the, mm -hmm. the wet and the dry testing. Yep. You've got the communication piece, so companies like. Converse, and so, what's the, the third others. one? Well, the third part to me is the most interesting part, which is that stuff all lives on cloud-based new systems that are all on AWS or whatever, right? And remember those guys, the next genders and the epics, yes. those guys, they're still all clients, they've taken over that world with all that federal money. 
and now you're seeing them building castles with moats and forts with both the systems, the big health systems that have been buying up doctors to try to ensure the referral base, and you're seeing the uh, and you're seeing the systems, the, the, the technology systems there. You know, integrating we have these data silos and all right. stuff. Now, Judy Fortner wouldn't agree with me, but a lot of people said so. But the technology that's going on in the rest of the world, yeah, like Graham, the technology that's going on in the rest of the world, uh, you know, the us, the clinical works, these guys, they've started these cloud-based systems out in the hinterlands, out with the, the small dogs, and they're adding more and more complexity. And they're now going, okay, it's time for us to go in, you know, and, and make the make the leap into the fortress, right? And connect in. And yeah. connect in. And not even connecting, but building. So I think the the big story for him for the enterprise health IT world, which I think represents for the next 10 years, is how long do those big systems... One minute, then we're going to... Okay, so, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm, well, well, how long do those big systems stay uh, you know, stay as they are? Because they are client server, they are service in the basement, they have all the stuff you have to deal with. And the rest of the world is saying, screw that, we're going to outsource the technology to Google, Facebook, Amazon, whatever. And... The equivalent, whether it be a thing health, the clinical works or whoever who's doing cloud-based stuff. Right. How long before they say you, we can do it so much cheaper for you on this basis than you maintaining your own system? That is the big change that's going to come. I think you're right. Other. It's kind of the the move from the IBM system 360s, you know, to PC-based, then to these multi-processor-based, and then cloud. Yeah, I think you're right. That's the cloud coming in because every other enterprise in the world is going to be based on cloud soon. And, Healthcare, you stay behind, but how long? Anyway, yeah. so that's why I spent a little bit. It's an, Thank it's an you. interesting world. Well, Matthew, as always, great to see apparently, you again. Apparently, we'll I'm you taking your chair now and I'm going to interview Jay. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.